0: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Ed Allback Show, where we tell life stories with sarcasm. And you know me, smart ass remarks after almost two years of doing this hobby and having more fun every day. So today we got a new twist. Last week we talked about the Beatles and AI. Well, now we're gonna talk about the rock and roll music from Iowa. The f- straight from the music. Museum and Hall of Fame of rock and Roll, I have uh the director, Mr. Clay Norris with me today, and I'm gonna pick his brain a little bit, and I'm gonna let him teach you about that, including the website, etc. Welcome Clay
1: well, thank you, Ed don't pick too much or I might not have anything left.
0: Well, I don't care if you have anything left for the next guy. I just a, <laughs> well, you told me you might go have a beer with a buddy, so so you get smarter then so i'm gonna that's pick, right that's right pick away so. Give me two minutes of what the Iowa Rock and Roll Hall of Fame
1: is. Well, it really is bigger than that, first of all. We, we organized, you know, you you had Tim on last week, and, and Tim's a member of our board of directors. And we are the Iowa Rock and Roll Music Association that does have a museum and a hall of fame. And oh, okay. And we have 15 board members across the state of Iowa from, you know, every corner. Uh, From We've got one down in Iowa City and and over in Sioux City and over in Dubuque and Central Iowa and everywhere. And uh, our Hall of Fame and Museum that I'm sitting in right now uh, during this uh, interview is in the lovely Arnold's Park Amusement Park Campus. And uh, we are in a wonderful building that shares uh, space with the Maritime Museum and also the Arnold's Park Museum. And nice. so it's it's just a wonderful location, and uh, this all happened before I came. But uh, they raised a fundraising uh, campaign, oh, probably in 2018, around that time, uh, because space was given to the or you know allowed to be used, and they wanted it to be really nice. So they actually got the um, person that used to be the curator of the rock and roll hall of fame and museum in cleveland uh oh, to okay. give us input and to uh help design the exhibits and so we have a really state-of-the-art super cool uh museum uh, right here in northwest iowa
0: wow you know i'm all jazzed up already just seeing in the background sorry ladies and gentlemen due to m- m- what i look like on tv you know this is only audio but I'm I'm ready to jump in the car and take that hundred mile trek. For, I'll quit teasing me with that, with that <laughs> there. Come on, Clay. Uh, ready to take that hundred mile trip from Clear Lake, Iowa, to Okoboji and check it out because I love uh, rock and roll. In fact, post COVID or was it pre COVID, uh, a casual friend of mine, Tom Dakin, was was uh, inducted into the Hall of Fame.
1: Okay. Okay. Was, was he a, as an individual or in no, a band? in a band. Okay. All right. Cool.
0: And I can't quite think of the band.
1: Well, the name is familiar to me, so I must have seen it recently in one of the posters. I've been here. Oh, I had a real interesting sort of introduction to all of us, like all of us did in the COVID period. They hired me. um, Oh, my interviews and such were in late uh, 2019, and then I was hired in January of 2020. And I went to the Winter Dance Party, and that was my first business trip, was to go to the Winter Dance Party of 2020. In Clear Lake, to-
0: Iowa. You got, you got to remember, Clay, I got 19 foreign countries and people. From oh, you- I'm sorry. So the listening. Winter
1: Dance Party at in, in Clear Lake, Iowa at the Surf Ballroom uh, 90 miles east of here. And so I went to this winter dance party that celebrates the, you know, that's celebrate, but I guess it, it honors the, uh, the achievements and the careers of, of buddy, buddy, Holly and Richie Valens and the big Bopper, And right. so anyway, I went to, this was just mesmerized by the whole thing. I met Tim, I met, Vance Jorgensen and some other people uh, from that area right away and thought this is super cool. And we had a really good plan for that year. We had a bunch of tribute bands that were coming was the first year that the organization was kind of stepping out a little bit uh, to the formula of kind of having fifties and sixties dances and stuff as events. And so they're stepping out of that mold and lo and behold, uh, you know, what, six weeks later on on or about March 16th or 17th, we had to close the doors to the museum. And it had only been open as this new location uh, since oh, kind of late in the year 2019. So it had very few people come through it at that point in time. And I was the new executive director and we were forced to, you know, pivot. That was the word of the day, right? Okay, uh, Pivot marketing wise, like, how do we do this now? And so we did a lot of events outside. We couldn't ticket them. You know, it was just a real interesting time to to be introduced to this organization and for my career to be introduced to nonprofits. Period.
0: Right, right. So how how are the Hall of Famers selected? Uh, And do they have to be from Iowa? Play in Iowa? Uh, tell me a little criteria of how you select them, and then the voting, how that works.
1: Yeah, that's a very good question and a very uh, large question because a lot of what you said is true in a lot of different ways. So, first of all, anybody can nominate somebody for the Hall of Fame. We, if you go to our website, there's actually a drop down that says nominate. Okay. Okay. And you could get in there and fill out the form. And give all the reasons why you think this individual or band or radio station or venue or whatever, you know, we have a bunch of categories, uh, should be considered for induction in our Hall of Fame. If you are going to be a Hall of Fame inductee, you would have had to start, have had started your music career at least 25 years ago. So right now they are talking about people in 1998 or so Excuse if they me, Excuse me.
0: isn't 25 years the criteria to be an antique?
1: Yeah, basically.
0: Okay, I just just want to get my facts straight.
1: Yeah, that's probably why they selected that. I don't know, but yes. 25 years ago and uh, <laughs> but if now we're, now it's beginning to get real cuz you know 25 years ago is about 1998 which doesn't okay. seem like sure. a problem. And uh, so there's that criteria. And then we also, so there are people that the nominations come in and obviously Iowans get large consideration. If you were born, raised, started your music career, all that stuff in Iowa, that is a big deal. But then there are other people that have chosen part way through their career to move to Iowa and start promoting and, and singing. There's also groups and individuals that played here a lot and had a huge influence, uh, very popular here. Uh, You know, you think of the Fabulous Flippers, for example, that's a group that's from, actually from Kansas, but they played all the ballrooms back in the day and they were promoted by all the big radio stations in the area But they and they're an inductee. You've got somebody like the Buckinghams from Chicago. Uh, They, same deal uh b j. Thomas is an inductee uh and this year we're inducting uh the beatles and when you interview anybody uh that is an inductee and you ask them who are your musical influences without fail, old or young, the Beatles are usually included in right. that and so we have that criteria then we also have some some other little categories like border bands. Iowa li- having the two rivers that are along its sides.
0: Right, right. Ragbri type.
1: Exactly. You know? Exactly. So we have, you know, we're not going to say if you lived in, you know, Rock Island, Illinois, you can't be an inductee. Or if you lived in Omaha or you live in Sioux City or, or, or uh, West Sioux City or you live in uh, Sioux Falls, you know, because that's all just right there. Albert, Lee, is. Austin. All those places, Denny and the DC Drifters—you're probably familiar with them. Yeah, uh, are from the Austin Lee or the Austin Lee, the Albert Lee Austin area, and and but that's you know up there where you are. That's one metro, That's one uh, media market, right? You've right. got Mason City, Clear Lake, Albert Lee, and Austin. So we consider that, and um, then there's another group that is basically, and and other organizations have this. They're award winners, and they're not considered inductees. There's a couple of categories, um, and one of them is the John Sen Legacy Award. Last year, it was Naomi Sen, that was uh, is John Sen's widow, and John Sen's one of our co-founders. This year is a gentleman named uh, Steve Daly, and Steve is probably one of our best volunteers at everything, and he sadly passed away a few years back, and. So there's, there's that category. And then there's another cool one called the spirit award. And those are for people that maybe aren't quite antiques, right. But oh, they're okay. already making really big impact on our scene, like Maddie Poppy, for example. Right. Uh, so folks like that, um, or they are, they still embody the spirit of rock and roll and may not be performers at all. You know, uh, and, and then we have we have promoters as a category. We have radio stations as a category. Uh, we have venues as a category. The surf is an inductee of ours, for example.
0: OK, uh,
1: so is our board of directors. OK, that mm-hmm. all the things that they've done. Uh, so let me think what else uh, I said promotes. Oh, uh writers, composers um, is a group of people that we honor. And I'm sure I'm forgetting some of them, but uh it's you know, we try to really really capture the music scene in Iowa and honor them as much as we can.
0: How how do you manage 15 board of directors from the whole state? I mean, that's 15 bosses you gotta deal with. Ah, I have a hard enough time with one.
1: That's probably a whole other whole other podcast. Oh, um, well,
0: you know what? Maybe uh we'll, will invite you back. Consider this. No, they're a,
1: they're a, a very supportive, very supportive board. And uh, I, you know, one of the things that I, I think i mentioned to you, maybe before we, we started the podcast is that uh, my original background is not nonprofit. I worked for the largest fishing tackle company in the world, which started out as Berkeley and company here at spirit Lake. And, right. uh, Got a, you know, uh, grew and grew and acquired other companies and then got acquired a few times and now it's called Pure Fishing and it's worldwide and and so I, I was there for twenty years and uh, learned a lot about promotion, a lot about product management, a uh, lot, you know, just just things like that that I and advertising and so forth that I use every day here. But my products now are living, breathing people and entities. Sure. And, uh and, and events and um things like that so, so
0: so speaking of events do you have concerts there at the museum or do you have an outdoor venue or you know i, I haven't been to Okaboji much but i am coming because good. i want to check this out and well we uh,
1: have yes we have events uh, that all over the state but we, that we want to increase that number but starting with Okaboji because it is sort of our our central hub. We have had a relationship that dates back many years. Well, the whole 26 year of our existence, 26 years. Okay. John, Johnson and Tom Turville, the founders, and uh, the owner of the Arnold's Park Amusement Park at that time, back in 1996, 97, uh, what founded this thing, uh, Johnson? was a musician himself he and a group of spirit lake kids when you think about it it's amazing i mean they were kids and right. they recorded in someone's garage or whatever and john was an engineer and he began to acquire a bunch of equipment and decided he was going to start a studio and he did and that iowa great lakes studio recorded a song called peter rabbit and Peter uh, Rabbit, you, you know that song i do well, Peter Rabbit was the first song from Iowa that made it into the, uh, you know, the Hot 100 and, and into the top 40. And they were on Dick Clark's uh, Where the Action Is and a number of things. And then John went on to uh, record a lot of people in northern Iowa, southern Minnesota, the Dakotas, Wisconsin, all over, all types of genres. Um, you know rock and roll some polka some you know country all that stuff and 30 years later so let's say 1996 or excuse me 66 is kind of their peak year well in 96 they wanted to have a 30-year reunion of the people that anybody that might want to come that recorded with IGL records so they came to what then was An open space. They were planning to do the second roof garden. The first one lasted from 1923 until 1987. Tell
0: tell ignorant Ed and his listeners what the roof garden is. I've heard about it.
1: Yep. Thank you. You always got to ground me on things like this. Uh, All right. Iowa, let me back up one more step. Iowa, and I've learned a lot of this from Tom Tourville, who was the co founder, and he is. Still giving me history lessons all the time. Iowa had 200 ballrooms, which was either the most per capita or the most period. I don't know, but a mm-hmm. lot of them. And so a lot of these rock stars came through Iowa, and the promoters would talk them into stopping from place to place to place. That's why the Laramar and Fort Dodge that's a ballroom, and the Surf in Clear Lake, and then the Roof Garden is the big one in Arnold's Park. Ah. And our and the roof garden again, Tom will tell you that the roof garden, and there's some debate whether it was the roof garden or the surf or simultaneous, converted from the big band sound to starting to do this <gasps> rock and roll stuff.
0: Oh my goodness. Wasn't oh no, well, the
1: kids are dying, you know, and uh let's don't tell mom and dad we're going to a sock hop. You know, and, uh, but it's really a rock and roll show. And so that that happened back in the 50s and the roof garden ballroom uh, became you know, along with the surf and the Laramar and the Valair and Des Moines and bunches of them became these hotbeds of rock and roll. And being that Iowa is the crossroads, one of the crossroads of the United States, the promoters would say, OK, I see that the Beach Boys are going from the West Coast to Chicago. Can we get them to stop for about five shows in Iowa, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, on their way? And they would. And so, like, the Beach Boys were here in Arnold's Park in 1963 uh, when Surfeit USA was number two in the country playing two kids for $1.25 a ticket.
0: Wow. You know, it, it, isn't it amazing? By the way, ladies and gentlemen, just you've been on my website and you, you've you seen me there. Uh, Clay and I sport the same facial hair and haircuts. We we go to the same barber and right. uh, ab- about the same timeline as well. But yeah, uh, yeah, well, the cost of anything is crazy anymore. Uh, I was talking with somebody recently, you know, I remember buying uh, 45 records for 95 cents. And sometimes you could find it for 88. uh, Yes. It's at
1: Kmart Blue Light Special.
0: Oh, okay. Well, where I grew up, there was no Kmart. But anyway, hey, Clay, um, I've got a ton more questions, but we're about out of time already. Wow. And uh, we're going to have to do it again.
1: Yes. But let me, you know, uh, I hope many of you listening got a chance to come to our Hall of Fame weekend—you would have learned a lot about our organization uh, at that. We just wrapped it up, and and it, it's always a party. And uh, stay tuned for a lot more things. We're going to be working on educational programs across the state. Uh, never even said what our mission was. I'll say that real quickly because it's yep. it, it's it's concise and it's good. Um, our mission is to celebrate the legacy and inspire the future of rock music in Iowa. So. Wow. A That's lot of short work, and
0: colorful.
1: Yeah, it was largely developed, you know, before I came. And it was really good for me to grab onto that. And for all of us to just keep thinking about that. And I would say for our first 25 years, we've done a heck of a job of celebrating the legacy. And we'll continue to do that. But for our next 25, we have to inspire the future. And uh, while keeping that foot in you know, celebrating the legacy. So that's a lot what we're, what we will be working
0: on. Great, great. Clay, Clay, it's been a blast having you here. I have learned so much. I ain't kidding you. I might show up yet this fall to uh, Okaboji, and I'll give you a heads up if I come and visit, but please do come back when your schedule allows, you know, just shoot me a text or whatever. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you all for listening. I hope you found this 20-ish minutes Uh, as fascinating as I have and learned a lot. In fact, I'm looking forward to editing it because I wanna hear it again. And then I'll probably hear it again when I drive down the road because there was a lot of information Clay has and it sounds like he's doing a great job. And I wanna thank Tim Coffey for uh, steering me in his direction. Uh, Just a reminder, everyone, um, I send out a daily quote every day Send me your email address. I will BCC it so nobody gets it, and uh, I will give you a quote at eight o'clock every morning, seven days a week. That makes me think, and there again, it'll make you think. And it's funny—the people I send quotes to, I get emails back every once in a while, and they go, "Ed, how did you know?" I said, uh, well, sure. "Well, you know, we're we're all in the same boat." So, any parting words before we get cut off here?
1: Uh, I guess I never really finished. I do tend to get on rabbit trails. You'd asked me a long time ago, all right, I told you how people get nominated. Right? How do they get inducted? So coming up in November, our board takes all these submissions, and there's hundreds of them. And, and each region kind of boils it down to the bands and the individuals that they believe for that year are the most worthy. And then there's quite a debate and then a vote and that's how we decide. So I, I am neutral in that process. I just help get everything to them. I can't vote. And then they vote on them. And then we announce them in in January. So that's how that works.
0: Nice. Nice. Well, we're running out of time here, Clay. Thank you so much. Let me know when you're available again, ladies and gentlemen, I appreciate each and every one of you because I'm having a blast doing this as a hobby. And, uh, 2024, I have some new things up my sleeve, so sit around. With that being said, thank you much. Bye-bye.